Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 134. Hope you are having a fantastic day uh, wherever you are, whatever time of day that it is, whatever day it is. Uh, hope that you're really, really doing great. Um, I am sitting out here on the front porch once again. It was so funny. Uh, in the last episode, uh, I had to go inside my office because the wind was so strong. It was so strong. I couldn't even do the podcast out here. So, so nice to be back out here on the front porch. I was observing something very interesting um, as I sat out here in the wind. And as you know, uh, those of you who listen, uh, I love the wind. I absolutely love the wind. Call me crazy. I know that it creates a lot of chaos, especially here in Southern California, where there's lots of forest fires. And then for those of you wonderful people who have allergies, I'm so sorry, but I love the wind. But I was sitting out here and just letting the wind pound me. And I was watching these hummingbirds. Um, you know, I, we have all this foliage out here. I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, somebody vomited landscaping all over this house. Uh, and it's so amazing. I'm so grateful for it. But it brings out all of creation. So it's interesting to me. But the, I was watching during the wind that, like, there's no birds around. There's nothing except for my sweet hummingbirds. These hummingbirds just continued to go from tree to tree and then to the feeder I have over here uh, during the wind. And I thought, how resilient. I was watching them kind of navigate the wind while all the other birds are like not even coming out or so it seemed. Uh, watching these hummingbirds continue to go. And so I don't know. I was watching that and going, Jeff... When the storms of life come or when things get really hard, you know, how do you have that resiliency in my heart? I was just watching these birds out here kind of bounce around and just thinking to myself, um, am I that same way? Am I just going to be like, you know what, I can't take it anymore? Or just kind of like these hummingbirds, just braving the storm, getting out there, providing for themselves, providing for, um, I don't know what else they're providing for, but maybe they are, but just watching how resilient those birds are. And again, for those of you who have not made time to go on a walk or to just sit somewhere, just sit somewhere and watch and observe, your mind will be blown. I, as I've come and sit out here, I have come to recognize how busy I've been my whole life, how absolutely neck-breaking, sore feet kind of working, kind of crazy, busy, that I've missed all this life all around me. So great encouragement for today as we get going. Slow down today. If you get a minute, just slow down. Sit somewhere for 15 minutes and just watch. Watch all of creation all around you or just sit in your home and just watch your kids. Like I know it might seem a little bit chaotic, especially those of you who are doing the learning at home thing, but just watch them and observe and go, wow, this is that like if I, as I, as I look at, at our kids, I go, that was in Patty's body. And now it's walking around and it's learning and it's eating everything in the house. Right. And it's, but it's, taking care of it. I mean, it's like mind blowing to me, but if you don't slow down long enough to like watch that stuff and start processing through that, go, wow, that's so unbelievable. And then it just gives me an opportunity to, to praise God. So grateful 
so grateful for, you know, for me, for these trees out here and these birds. And they just remind me of how much you love me and you see me. So just slow down today. Take a minute. It'll be good. I promise. Hey, thanks for those of you who continue to listen to this podcast. Uh, as I uh, go in, and as I say, I don't go in very often, but I go in and, and see how many people are actually listening. It's so encouraging to me. So thank you so much, those who you listen and subscribe and share those out. And for those who continue to give on Patreon and through Check and through Venmo and all those great ways, thank you so much. If you want to give to Patreon, it's P-A-T-R-E reon.com forward slash front porch confessional. Thanks for those of you who continue to support. Okay. In moving forward in our series here, it's not really a series. It's just a bunch of passages that I've been going through as I've been working through the book of Proverbs. Uh, We're going to be in Proverbs 3 verses 11 and 12. It says this, my son, because remember Solomon's writing this, the wisest man who's ever lived. He's like writing this like a father to a son. So that's why he says it this way. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline or be weary of his reproof. For the Lord reproves uh, him who he loves as a father, the son in whom he delights. Ooh, it's a good one. You know, I remember as a kid, as I was listening um, and kind of uh, to the inner dialogue as I was reading this particular passage, and I was reminded of growing up. And um, I I grew up in a home, a pretty strict home. Um, I would say fairly legalistic, but not over the top. Um, And discipline was a part of our home. Uh, Spanking was a part of our home. And so I started reflecting on that because I I think, especially in this generation, you talk about spanking and um, it's in the, a lot of time people talk about it in the context of abuse. And so let me say this on the front of it. I know some of you have gone through uh, forms of abuse. I'm really sorry. So I'm not talking about that. Uh, But I'm actually talking about, you know, God honoring, uh, raise up a child and the way they should go and don't spare the rod and things like that, where it was done uh, to really honor God and to help the child grow and develop. And as I started thinking about my own home and how I grew up, I definitely grew up in a very strict home, um, definitely grew up in a home where they were spankings. And so I started thinking about that. And Um, I think my parents did a really good job at it. In fact, I was remembering one funny story about how I remember going upstairs. My dad would always go like this, like if I lied or whatever, go up to your room. I'll be up there in a sec, which I knew exactly what that meant. And if you were spanked, you know exactly what that meant. You're getting whooped, right? And we actually had a paddle that I don't know why, but all of us kids wrote our names on, uh, kind of silly, but, um, So I knew that meant in a little bit that he would uh, bring the paddle up. But what I didn't realize was a part of the reason why he made me go up to my room is so that he could calm down, kind of collect himself. So I didn't realize that until now, as as I'm older, that that's what he was doing. So I remember being in my room just always like freaked out. And so I remember this one time I just jammed all these books. I think I was probably like five, jammed all these books down the back end. And my dad came in and he cranked me and it was like this really bizarre sound. And I was like, oh, that wasn't so bad. And he realized that I had put books back there. And so he pulled them out and I got spanked again. And, um, but I remember my dad always would, he'd spank me and then he held me and he would remind me that he loved me and, and that he hated doing this, but he really was for my own good. And, 
as I reflected on that one, I was very grateful for my father and the way that he uh, disciplined us. But I was also starting to think of like, I don't think anyone like discipline's an interesting topic. And in, in the, in, in, in the context of this passage is very interesting too. Like it's very interesting. Discipline is very interesting. I, I don't know of anyone. I, I don't know of anyone who would say, I just love discipline. I, I just, I can't wait uh, to get disciplined. It's so good for me. I just love it. Like, I don't know anybody and myself included, uh, that would say that. Uh, but as I started thinking through this passage as a, as a father myself, and maybe you're a father or you're a mother and in considering, you know, even for me, why I discipline our kids and, and, you know, we spanked our kids. We, we believe that was important, but we feel like we did that. Uh, in the right way. Um, I started thinking through that, like, what was that all about? Even thinking today, like disciplining our children, what is that all about? Like, do I just love being right? And do I just love exposing, you know, my kids wrong and, and how horrible and how could you, do I just love that? Uh, do I love the power trip? Like, look, I'm dad, I'm in control. I, I make the decisions around here. And if you screw up, I'm coming after you. Um, you know, do, do, do I uh, love to, to think that I, I'm in control and I'm so powerful? I mean, I basically provide everything for my kids and without me, they would be completely helpless. Like, like is that why I discipline? Is, is it this kind of this feeling of control and power? And I started thinking through it and realizing I discipline my kids because I love them enough to do the hard thing. I was thinking, like, it's not hard to be a bad parent. Like, it's not hard to be a bad parent. It's not hard to be a parent that doesn't care. It's really, really difficult to be a parent that cares, that's willing to do the hard thing, that's willing to have your child go, I, I can't believe you would discipline me, right? Especially maybe, especially right now in our culture where it seems like discipline's like a bad thing and you got to let your kids do what they want to do. And, you know, they have, you know, they have their own opinions and, you know, it's like, you know, like in this culture right now, it is not easy to discipline your kids. But I started thinking like, I discipline my kids because I want to do the hard thing because I really believe my, my hope as a parent is that over a period of time, that this will create for them a sense of accountability and reform their way of living that will bring them and others life. The hope and the goal of discipline is I'm not releasing you to uh, that sin or releasing you to that dysfunction. No, I'm actually addressing it. I love you so much. I'm not going to enable that in you. I'm actually going to discipline that in you. And as, as I was thinking through this passage and I was thinking through that idea of being a parent who disciplines, uh, I was transported into Pastor Paul's writing in Romans uh, chapter 1, verse 24 and 25. And he says this, therefore, God gave them up to the lusts of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and they worshiped and they served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. And I started thinking through this and I was like, wow, like I, I, I in, 
I can't, this for me is one of those terrifying passages in scripture where he releases us to the desires of our heart. And I started thinking, no, I don't, I don't want that. I want him to correct me. So I never get to a place where, where I am released from the loving parenting of my heavenly father. Like I, I never want to be released from his loving care. And this is what the proverb is trying to help us understand. He, he disciplines those that he loves and he cares for. So as I receive this discipline from the Lord, it's, he's going, I love you. I want you to be formed into my image. The theological term would be, this is a part of your sanctification process right? It's in the cauldron. It's where you're being melted down so you can be formed into something, a tool that God can use for his glory and his honor. And, and not just that, that you can grow to understand that you have a God who loves you and cares for you so much that he, he's not going, whatever, just do whatever you want to do. That's the painful part about this Romans passage. He's releasing them to the desires of their heart. And I'm like, I don't want that. I want that reproof. I want that correction. I need that discipline because it's receiving his love and his care of me. You, you know, do you remember as a kid, like, do you remember running away from home, you know, when you were a kid? Do you remember doing that? You know, at, you know, at first it's like this, like rebellious retaliation, right? It feels liberating. And then you're about five minutes from home, right? You're coming up and you're making all these statements in your head about your parents being the worst and how care they, and you're going to create your own life. And, you know, it's not like this in other homes, right? And you get about five minutes from home and you find yourself feeling helpless and alone. And so you ended up doing that long journey back home. What happened there? You know, what's happening inside of our hearts? Maybe, just maybe, that you realized that your, that your parents, that they, they, they really care for you and that you're better under their care than on your own. And what, what he's saying in this Romans passage and what he's saying in this Proverbs passage is, listen, be a part of this care that he wants to provide for you. Sometimes that care is this, this warm, God, you're near, and sometimes it's discipline. But either way, it's care. And it's better to be in the care and to be disciplined than to run away and abandon yourself from his hands. You know, this Proverbs is a loving father expressing how beautiful, how absolutely beautiful the reproof of God is. His discipline indicates that you belong to a family. If he didn't love you, he wouldn't correct you. His correction is a direct indication of his love and his care for us. You know, and lately I've been reflecting on the mercy of God in his discipline. And he could have let me go wander off, but he cared enough to not let me go and to correct me. And that's why I find so much comfort in this Proverbs because life outside the home of discipline is an abandonment from the care of God. So the question I have is this, when is the last time you felt corrected by God 
or disciplined by God and why. Work through that today. Heavenly Father, thank you that you are not a God who um, abandons us, that you actually correct us. God, there are these moments that you release us to the desires of our heart, and that's terrifying. And I just pray right here and now that you would continue your, your course of correction in our lives and that we would receive it so we don't have to deal with what it is to be abandoned um, and released by the God of the universe, that you are never far away, but that you will release us to the desires of our heart. May we live in the comfort of your care. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heartbeat. Till next time, cheers. Cheers.